Support free speech and support the content by signing up at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. We set a goal of reaching a thousand patrons by December 31st, 2021. The clock is ticking. Time is running out. Please help us reach the goal. This will help us create more content like new music from me, Chingo Bling, every month, like a new single every month in 2022. More videos, more sketches, studio upgrades, more pan dulce, more cafecito, and of course, more podcasts. Thank you guys. And of course, sign up for the newsletter right now at chingobling.com. Take action. Stay ahead of the censors. We can always get deep platform. We can always get shadow banned. But if we can at least have your email, you can know where we're at, where we had to move to. Don't forget, join the Discord. That is the popping ass chat room we all have access to when you become a member of the TIA. That's the Tamal Intelligence Agency by joining the Patreon right now. Go give the podcast a rating and review on iTunes. It will help us out tremendously. And without further ado, let's start the show. Broadcasting live. From the motherfucking igloo. <laughs> the Dirty South igloo. We up in here bundled up. It's your boy Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob in the building. What to do, everybody? Good morning. Hell yeah, man. Buenos dias. Uh, one of those mornings. Uh, this is Chingo Chat, so we're going to do Chingo Chats first. Normally, we record red pill tamales, but it's like, man, we coming in too hot. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I woke up. Uh, I already got pre-workout in this fucking thing. Oh, you know, man, I needed that down. extra boost, so it's actually it's gonna help me kind of like ease into the- uh, Slow down, Rob. Elevated caffeine. Your, your dopamine baseline- you know what I'm saying? It's wh- it's thrown off, you know? I fell asleep late, woke up, oh, a yeah, yeah, bunch of, of coffee and caffeine and shit, and I got this going. Yeah, I'm going to try to chill with some of my my chemicals and shit. You know what I'm talking about? Stimulants. You, you know, caffeine, yeah. shit like that. Speaking of chemicals, okay. speaking of chemical dependency, <laughs> bro, have you heard of the artist Juice World? Yes, I have actually. Okay, see, that's that's like... That's an example of some shit Rob be knowing about that I don't really be knowing about too much. I kind of knew who he was. I just knew like one song and I and I heard her when he passed mm-hmm. and I just heard minor details. Like he was blowing up, you know, a bunch of kids loved him. He was in that little festival circuit. Yep. And, um, and I, I had just heard like they landed with the private plane, him and his crew and... Um, when they landed, cops. Are you familiar with this story? Somewhat. My sister told me, but I don't remember it. So I'm going to go in. I'm going to go deep okay. with some details. So I'm just setting it up. This is what I knew prior. It was like, I just I just kind of heard, you know, like Buddy popped a bunch of pills and basically committed suicide because they, they were going to get caught with like a bunch of illegal shit, pistols and weed. And, you know, he didn't want to go to jail. Like, I didn't really grasp it all. But the documentary on HBO Max, bro. It is a cautionary tale. It is tragic. It's tragic, bro. It is so sad. Like, he was just ascending. He, the kid was a genius, bro. Did you watch it all? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it was disturbing. It was sad. It was like, you just watch somebody who's just kind of hurting and coping and self-medicating, but yet so talented. And I was just thinking dopamine baseline. Mm. Uh, you're you're self medicating. Like I was just thinking, who who are his big homies? Who's his manager? Like the girlfriend, she she liked to uh, snort Percocets, and they were popping up to twenty pills a day, sipping lean. So the documentary is called Juice World Into the Abyss. It's available on HBO Max. And he had an abyss tatted on his arm, like real, like ugly, scribbly looking. It's funny that you come he in. He was with emo this. rap. Yes, yeah, he was. Um, it's funny that you came in with the subject because 
yesterday, uh, John Mayer tweeted or he posted on his uh, Instagram. He's like, uh, he posted the Mac Miller one of his album covers, and he's like, man, he would have he would have been thirty, you know, with a heart because he, he passed away. Same thing, fentanyl, so, bro. Fentanyl it was that was one of the main culprits of it all. Oh. Obviously, he had an uh, he had a, an addiction type of substance problem anyway throughout his entire young career. But it's such a calm, a, a rather a common uh, thing, you know. Addiction is such a tricky thing, bro. And I mean, uh, there's another cat named Lil Peep, who also they like to play around with drugs. Uh, Lil Peep was a, uh, like a white kid. I forget where he was from. Like his dad was like Swedish or something. But um, also emo rap, mm. you know, emo rap, and he liked to, you know, play around with pharmaceuticals and yeah. shit and then of course fentanyl just like prince and i think tom petty and i want to say juice world the toxicology report bro they showed at the end it's like codeine promethazine here's the thing man that sipping lean shit started here right and from what i gather it was just kind of like you know like dj screws generation observe maybe some older cats like auntie would go in there and get the little 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 sip of the drink or the little syrup you know what i mean and it felt good they probably didn't understand like it's an opiate it's like you're drinking heroin right and and it's it's like um like juice world in them a lot of times in their lyrics they would say stuff like obviously they kind of like talk about death a lot um you know because it was emo and they also would say like i'm a junkie like i'm fiending for it type of stuff mm-hmm. And that trips me out because I'm from that era of where, like, and when it came to rap lyrics, Junkie was the bottom of the totem pole. You were shamed and shunned, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you were a customer. Like, in all the raps, it was like, you're the dealer, you're the boss, you're the kingpin, you're the gangster, not, I'm the fiend, and I'm hurting, and I'm a junkie. Yeah, you got a good point. When did that, what, what made that shift? Like, who was it? Was it an artist? Was it a song? Was it a movement in time? In your opinion, I guess? <sighs> yeah, um... I ain't no rap historian, but like, it was like a slow thing where like maybe Kid Cudi will get introspective day and night, and then you had a uh, like even Drake was introspective and kind of sensitive, you know. I'm gonna look through the girl's purse when she's in the bathroom because I'm insecure, you know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a Jewish rapper from Canada and I'm a gangster. Uh, I'm a Jewish actor in can uh, actor from Canada. Yeah, there's there was a there's a couple of them. The only other one I can think of that's maybe in that same kind of world would have been what's his name XXX Tentacion. Yeah, same thing, same bro. Thing, right? bro. He died too, different yeah, way, different way, but same kind of world though, music yes, world. Yes, absolutely. And like I said, I'm 42. I'm probably 20 years older. Yeah, no, I think for Juice sure World and that was 19. Yeah, Tentacion. I don't know how old he was, but also. From that emo, like, it's okay to talk about depression and anxiety and mental health. Like, that's the positive of it because they did save a lot of lives and touch a lot of people. It's just so tragic and so sad because I'm like, bro, who, my, actually my daughter, this morning, I said, well, let's put on some Juice World. Let me talk to you about this documentary. And I didn't really sugarcoat. You know what I'm saying? I was like. They were doing all kind of stuff, you know what I mean? She's and like, Dad, at six forty-five. No, morning. but she but she gets it because those are our little moments mm. to where talk about dopamine baseline and serotonin and how your brain works and you know what I'm saying. Don't don't let nobody talk you into thinking, oh, oh my God, I'm in love. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, that's that's dopamine, 
Right. So anyway, um, she's the one that said, who is his manager? Why wasn't anybody stepping in? And I was like, good point. I was just saying, who are the people around you enabling you? Who's running to go get the lean for you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's your little assistant? And they literally showed that where after he passed in, you know, they're interviewing everybody. Kind of like... <laughs> Looking like they in trouble. They're like, yeah, well, he was. We calculated one time. It was up to. He was up to like twenty pills a day. Oh, and I'm wow. just like, and they'd be like, well, you know, his girl was like, hey, stop sipping lean. But meanwhile, they snorting perks and just like ah, popping shit. So when I take my little zinc and magnesium and shit, I tell my wife, ah, like, uh, <laughs> you're magnesium. Was it you get from McDonald's or what? Yeah. Yeah, they ain't, you know, they in the pharmaceutical game, you know, they, you got to show a health pass. Got my magnesium. <laughs> I'm loving it. But, but speaking of McDonald's, right? McDonald's gave away a big old check on his behalf to like a, his thing of choice. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh God. No, this kid would fly private. They were always in a private jet and McDonald's was like, come to Chicago and somehow, some way, I don't know if he got paid, but like he was there holding the McDonald's check, giving it to some kids or something, right? Well, they show, it's it's almost like vlog style. So they show him and the crew. They've been up all night doing all kind of drugs and shit. Him and his girl. And they're in the elevator with this lady. And she's like, hi, good morning. She's like, I'm your commercial agent. You know, I'm like, oh, she works for the agency. So a lot of hands are in the pot, right? Um, She's probably thinking like, these are just rock stars doing rock star shit. Like, it ain't my role to be like, hey, motherfucker, slow down. How many, why you got five pills in your mouth? You know, why you asking him, hey, man, you got a dollar, and then you going like this off a fucking cell phone? Yeah. You know what I mean? Off a little iPad mini. And uh, so her commercial agent, it's not her role to step in. And then if if your girlfriend is into the same bad habits you are, they're like, yeah, yeah, she wanted him to stop sipping lean. And it's like, but y'all doing everything else. It's, you know, I I wonder how hard it is now versus... 20 years ago when you were that age or even 10, 12 years ago when I was that age to succumb to the peer pressure. Cause even at the time you weren't, that shit wasn't working on and me, I man. And I did, I did, yeah. I did succumb. Yeah. Wait, what were you saying? I cut you off. No, I was saying I, I didn't like, I knew a lot of people that did, oh, but for whatever reason I was just like, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm cool, man. Well, I wasn't snorting Percocets, but like somebody asked on a discord, um, I think I was driving, so I didn't want to really like read it. I just kind of glanced, but it said something to the effect of like, uh, Chingo used to be like, oh, like oh, heavier. I you was getting high off your own supply. I glanced at that too. That was funny. Okay, I want to find it to see. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go through it. We have a ton perfect, of questions. Yeah. Perfect. We're going to do the questions, but uh, we're easing in with this uh, cautionary tale. Yeah. Um, but anyway, my point, my point is that like, you know, with Juice World on my mind, mm-hmm. and then glancing at that message, where it's kind of like, yeah, it was late nights. Sleep wasn't the main priority. You know, I already don't hydrate enough. Back then, you know, you had a lot more uh, alcohol coming into play just because, you know, you're socially awkward. You know, you're in a nightclub. You kind, you know, you don't want to be the only sober one. And in your head, it's like, well, I got to be here. I got to show my face. I got to let these motherfuckers know. I got to holler at the DJ, play my shit. Because that was the high. The high is like, bro. I dig the song. I've showed it to some people. They really dig the song. It's almost like you're about to try the joke out for the first time. Mm. But like the DJ might be your homie. Be like, yeah, yeah. You know, back then, that's kind of how you did it. And even then, probably, I mean, even now, people probably go to clubs to break records or whatever. But I don't know. Anyway. You had to show up, make sure people were slipping on the drip. 
Say one more time. Yeah, you had to make sure people were slipping on the yeah, drip. Yeah, absolutely. Motherfucking lutely. Uh, spillage. So that was the high. That was the dopamine. It's like seeing people react. And like you're just looking. It's like a laboratory. It's like a petri di- petri dish where you're like, okay, those motherfuckers ain't paying attention. Uh, I don't like how the DJ brought it in. You know what I mean? We got to set it up better next time. Okay, those people are bobbing their head to it. I see those people, you know like really getting into it or whatever and you're just observing like okay the bass you know we got to adjust the mix that's super uh what do you call it uh aware there's another word for it that i was looking for but it, that's super analytical of you to be in the club you got a drink in your hand <laughs> like a nerd yeah yeah you're basically like in school and, and that's that's kind of one of those things that if people have known you for a while or know a little bit more of your backstory know and might point to that is his formal educated side coming out in the club scene, in the industry scene, in the music scene. Whereas, let's just, let me throw this out there. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's possible that those that don't go down the, I'm going to take this as professional as possible road, slip into the constant snorting and taking <laughs> things that don't fucking matter because they're not really, they're not, their blinders aren't on, right? They're not focused. So the first part, um, uh, you were like, that might be your educated side, you know, coming out. I would say it's more of my like neurotic side. You know what I'm saying? Where you're just like, like perfectionist, uh, control freak, where you're like, why aren't those people getting crunk? Like, why aren't they paying attention to that bar? You know what I mean? So I'd say it's not really like an educated thing. I think it's just a little bit more like uh, um, being an artist, being sensitive about your art and it, it putting it out there for the world. To, you want everybody to love it, not just yeah, 15 kinda, people. Exactly. Yeah. Or you want it to already be catchy. You know what I mean? So now you're in your head thinking like, we just need better distribution. I, I knew it. We gotta, we gotta fuck it. All right, we pressing up a thousand mixtapes. We gotta give them hoes away. Like, like you're just in your head type of thing. But um, but the second part you were saying, like, people who don't approach it in a professional manner, where the fuck do they end up, dude? A young artist with the right guidance and the right leadership that can break it down in terms of like your brain. Um, what is codeine, promethazine? Is it an opiate? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you gonna feel? What are those? What are those withdrawals like? Mm. Uh, do you know you get constipated when you take those? Like, do you know that if you have sleep apnea and you mixing with that, do you know that your liver could get fucked up if you mixing it with pills? And because you know they're drinking while they're taking all this shit. Yeah, dude. Um, what's his name? Uh, the rapper. Um, used to date the Kardashian. Fuck. Travis Scott. No, no, no. no. The other rapper. The, the other Kardashian. Kanye. French Montana. Okay. French Montana. I was just naming the obvious ones. French Montana. Sorry, I'm on too many chemicals right now. Uh, French Montana, his liver was about to go out. He ended up in the ICU because he was doing Adderall. And he says basically that when you're on Adderall, it I don't know what it does to your brain. It's like a speed to where you're able to drink more and not feel it as much. And then when the Adderall cake like wears off, now you're feeling all the effects of what your body's trying to process these alcohol sugars, right? Yeah. So lo, lo and behold, man, his liver was getting fucked up. And um, so when Juice World died on that tarmac, when they when they um when they landed in that private plane, the pilot had already called motherfucking sheriffs and shit. Mm. So that by the time they landed, they could come up in the plane, private plane, chartered, all that. Because they were like six hours late for takeoff and he probably just saw something and knew something. You know what I mean? But basically he snitched and when they saw the sheriff and the cars coming, uh, his cameraman slash assistant said, 
sure there were a couple pistols on the plane. He's like, he basically was like, no biggie. I wasn't tripping yet. He said, he, he said, uh, basically like, throw him in my camera bag. That's why you have an entourage. This is a down ass white boy. He's like, that's why you got an entourage. Somebody got to take the fall. You got money. We ain't going to be in there that long. <laughs> he was Set like. the token white boy? I mean, uh, he, he had a very diverse crew. He wasn't uh, the only white dude. But, but just the fact that he's like, what you got an entourage for? Yeah. Put That's, the pistol in my camera bag. No problemo. Put some lawyer money on my book. Down for the get down. He knows Pretty much. Up. Down ass motherfucker. Boy, Miklo. And, um, His name was Miklo? No, no, no. I made that up. <laughs> So, so here's my question. I maybe I'm, I skipped over. I, I missed something. My question is: When he started going into the seizure and bleeding out of his nose and his mouth, was it due to just it was bound, it was already due to happen because he hadn't been partying all night? Mm. It's just it took the toll, and he then he died right when authorities were about to get on a plane and find like sixty pounds of marijuana. You going over state lines? You know, I ain't no lawyer. Sound like some federal shit to me. Hashtag legalized freedom. You know what I'm talking about? And um and then the three pistols and all this type of stuff. That is the end of the teaser. All right. If you want the whole enchilada, the full shebang, that's strictly for the patrons. We're hitting y'all with more premium content. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and get full access to all of the shows, all of the content, and all the premium exclusives all right see you there patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales sas